Hello, my wonderful podcast friends. Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to tell you about a free workshop I am doing called Make Peace with Food. If you struggle with your relationship with food, if you exist in the all or nothing perfection mindset, if you're constantly sabotaging your diet and cannot get control over food, and you want to have a happy, a positive, balanced relationship with food, this workshop is for you. On this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to completely transform your mindset toward food so that you can gain control over it and still lose the weight that you want to lose without restriction, without dieting, without obsession. So if you're looking to make peace with food and create change, long-term change with your relationship with food, your body, all of the above, please join us. You can go to a womanofwellness.com forward slash make peace with food to sign up for the workshop. The link is also in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Do you struggle with being afraid of food or being nervous around food or just feeling stressed out around food? I want to make this podcast episode short, simple, and sweet today because I want you to make sure to sign up for my workshop where we're going to go really deep dive into our relationship with food, how to change it, where it comes from, all of the above. So I'm going to give you a little taste today and then um, I shared in the uh, introduction to join us for that workshop that's happening next week. So let's talk about this for a minute. Why are we afraid of food? And there's a couple, a couple different reasons, I guess you would say. Um, one of them is our history, right? Or our, how our relationship with food was formed. And it can be something, you know, as simple as, as you grew up. Think about your history and your relationship with food and your body. 
What were you told about food? How were you treated around food, right? Did you find yourself on diets? Did you find yourself in a position where your body was different than hers and so you wanted to lose the weight? Or did your mom put you on a diet or any of the above? So that's, that's a big one, right? Our, our origin story of our relationship with food is a big one that contributes to why we're afraid, why we're obsessed. Because we're taught probably from a pretty young age, the things that we do with food now, right? So if you were taught to clean the plate, then it's likely that you found yourself in a bit of a habit of cleaning your plate because that's what you were taught. Or if you were taught to count calories or if you were taught to be afraid of carbs or fats or whatever, right? Then that's part of that relationship with food that has been built, So that's the first thing. And know that we can overcome this, right? I think one of the biggest things that I always tell my students and my clients is we can be, we can recognize that the things in the past are the things in the past. And we can actually work really hard to be grateful for them because they brought us to this point. And this point is a place where we can create change, right? This is the space where we can create change and um, we can't change the past, And by focusing on the past, it doesn't do us any good. And we also can't really change the future in the sense of if we're always thinking about what we're going to be doing, what's going to happen in the future, we can't do that either. The only thing we can do is change the now. And if we want to change the future, we focus on the now. So regardless of what your story is with your relationship with food, I want to invite you today to be grateful for it. Um, and to just take a minute to say, okay, it's brought me to where I am right now, to where I can get the support that I need, to where I can learn the things that I need. And if I want to change that, I get to start today. I get to start today by changing that. So if you're afraid of food or obsessed over food, today's the day that we change that. Okay. So that's the first thing is your history. The second thing is evidence. You have a lot of evidence that certain things regarding food are true for you, right? If we think about it, okay, well, if I've eliminated soda or sugar or carbs from my diet, I've been able to lose weight. Or if I've tracked my calories, I've been able to lose weight. Or if I've you know, avoided this food, or if I've avoided this event, you know, if I, if I avoid an event, then I can find myself not eating those things. So you've built up a lot of evidence that certain things quote work for you. I think, you know, we have to think about long-term, maybe they're not working long-term, but right now in the moment or even short-term, you're like, well, yeah, the only way that I know how to, um, feeling control around food is actually to be afraid of food. Have you ever thought about it that way? That your brain is telling your body, I need to be afraid of this food so that I stay away from it, right? I need to stay away from it so that I don't overdo it, so that I don't lose control over it. We have so many of these stories in our head that connect our actions with food, the choices that we make. 
So if you have a really strong evidence that when you start tracking calories, you lose weight, then it feels really hard to even think about changing anything else, right? So it's almost like a safe place. It's almost like a safe place to be afraid of food because then if you can be afraid of it or avoid it, right, then you can be safe. You won't lose control over it. And we're going to go a lot deeper on this topic in our uh, Make Peace with Food workshop. So make sure you go get signed up for that. Um, but it really is about what we, what's going on in our brain is what influences our actions. And so if we're constantly afraid of food, then our actions will follow suit. Okay? So those are the two things that I kind of wanted to just open up a little bit today to say, you know, where did this come from? Where did this fear, where did this obsession come from? Now, what do we do about it? I told you I wanted to give you some short, simple, sweet um, steps to help you today. And then we're going to go deeper in the workshop. There's two mindset shifts that I want you to make today to help you stop being afraid of food, to feel more in control of it, over it, and to feel less obsessed with it. The first, and these are what I like to call food truths. So these are things that, it's like gravity. Gravity is a truth, right? It's real. We can't, we can't change it. It is what it is. And that's important. We don't, we're not trying to fight against gravity. We live with gravity. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about food truths. The first food truth that I want you to understand is that food is constant. What does this mean? Food, we have to eat food multiple times a day to physically survive. It's a revolving door. I like to think of it that way because so often when we're in diet mentality, we think of food as like a stoplight. I got to stop doing this, start doing this, right? Or um, for example, I've got to start over on Monday and then by the weekend I've lost all control and then I'm going to start over on Monday or I'm going to restart my meal plan on this date. So, or, you know, we kind of say like, well, I can't go shopping on these days. Like I have to, you know, we, we kind of turn food into a start and stop. Like I'm going to start over. I'm going to, I'm going to, and then when you lose all control, it's like, I'm going to stop working on it. Right. And it's that cycle that we get stuck in where we get, um, we get obsessed with making it perfect and setting it all up right. And then somehow we mess it up and we lose all control and we stop that, we stop that habit. And that is kind of the cycle that we exist in, in the diet, in the diet mentality is stop and start. But the reality is, is that food is constant. It's, it's revolving. We need to eat multiple times a day. So we have to learn how to eat on a Saturday and a Monday and a Friday and a Tuesday and recognize that we can meet the needs of our bodies all week long. And if you, if you mess up on a Tuesday, you don't have to wait until a Monday to start over again because food is constant. We still have to eat the next day and we don't want to spiral out of control when we do something wrong because we have this idea that I need to, oh, I'm stopping, right? I've started, I lost control, I'm stopping 
until I get some more motivation, more willpower, more shame to start again. So when we think about, okay, food is constant. Food is revolving in my life. I want you to ask yourself two questions. How can this knowledge that food is constant serve me? How can it serve me? So if I screw up on a Tuesday, that doesn't mean I have to wait till Monday or next year or whatever, right? I can return. I can recover quickly. I can get back to my regular eating habits. So first we have to look at how can this knowledge serve me? And then I want you to ask yourself the next question. What does knowing this, well, let me, let me rephrase that. What does this knowledge take away? Does it take away fear? What can it take away for you that can help shift your relationship with food? Can it take away that need to be perfect? Can it take away that fear of a particular food? Can it take away a Friday night binge or a Sunday night binge? If I know that food is constant. The second food truth that I want to share with you today is that food is always available. Food is always available. There is a concept called last supper eating, and you've probably engaged in some of it, right? Where we eat a bunch of food that we are going to make off limits the next day. A lot of times it happens on a Sunday. We eat all the foods that are going to be off limits on our diet on Monday or whenever we start our diet. And it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Because we get this idea that it will become scarce. It will be taken away from me. And as soon as you take away a particular food, a craving for that food builds up. I know you have a lot of evidence of this, right? Whenever you've taken away a particular food, you've wanted it even more, right? So if you think about it in that way, we have to look at we have to look at food as an always available resource. If you want a pumpkin pie in July, you can have a pumpkin pie in July. If you want a mint I don't even know, something yummy for Christmas, right? Something that you make for the holidays that you feel like you have to binge until January because you won't get it for the rest of the year. You can. Most things you can have at any time. And if you knew that the food was always available to you, how would that change your approach? If you knew it wasn't going to be taken away from you, if you knew that it was always there and you could have it when you wanted it, it would lose less of its appeal. And if you don't believe me, I want you to give it a shot. Because it works. As soon as your mind knows that that food is available and it's not off limits and it's not going to be taken away from you, you don't crave it as much. So then I want to walk you through those two questions again that we just talked about earlier. How can this knowledge that food is always available serve me? Okay, that means maybe I don't have to, again, do the binge on Sunday night or I don't it's okay if I, you know, want these M&Ms at any point. I don't have to eat them all right now because they're available to me, right? I don't have to finish it right now because it's always available to me. And then the second question is, 
what does this knowledge take away? Does it take away, you know, me feeling like I have to hide foods or avoiding foods or not bringing particular foods in my house or anything like that? How can it, what can it take away that's causing my stress around food? So I hope those two little tips, um, little steps for you are helpful today to help you take those first few steps to making peace with food, to know that food is constant and it's always available. And when we think about how can this serve me and what does it take away that is causing a harmful relationship with food, then we can start creating actions that align with with those with that way of thinking. And as soon as you start thinking that way, you start acting that way. And we're going to go way deeper in this um, on our uh, Make Peace With Food web, uh, workshop. So I want to invite you to join me. I hope this was helpful. I hope to see you in the workshop and I will be back next week with another episode. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.